from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from the members of the West End Seniors Club from Mississauga, Ontario. This Mass is being offered for the living and deceased members of their, of their families and thanksgiving for favors received and for their personal intentions. Our thanks to the West End Seniors Club of Mississauga for the gift of this Mass. To prepare ourselves now to celebrate this Eucharist, let us call to mind our sins. Let us ask the Lord, the God of mercy and compassion, to forgive us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you mortal frailty can do nothing, grant us always the help of your grace that in following your commands, we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard in Jezreel beside the palace of King Ahab of Samaria. And Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard so that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near my house. I will give you a better vineyard for it, or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its value in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you my ancestral inheritance. Ahab went home resentful and sullen because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had said to him. For he had said, I will not give you my ancestral inheritance. He lay down on his bed, turned away his face, and would not eat. His wife Jezebel came to him and said, Why are you so depressed that you will not eat? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if you prefer, I will give you another vineyard for it. But he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. His wife Jezebel said to him, Do you now govern Israel? Get up, eat some food, and be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. She sent the letters to the elders and the nobles who lived with Naboth in his city. She wrote in the letters, Proclaim a fast and seat Naboth at the head of the assembly. Seat two scoundrels opposite him and have them bring a charge against him, saying, You have cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. 
The men of his city, the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had sent word to them. Just as it was written in the letters that she had sent to them, they proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth at the head of the assembly. The two scoundrels came in and sat opposite him, and the scoundrels brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned. He is dead. As soon as she heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Go, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, for which he refused to give you for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead. As soon as Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab set out to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. The word of the Lord. Lord, listen to my groaning. Lord, listen to my groaning. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Give heed to my sighing. Listen to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. Lord, listen to my groaning. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil will not sojourn with you. The boastful will not stand before your eyes. You hate all evil doers. Lord, listen to my groaning. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover them with favor as with a shield. Lord, listen to my groan.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus heard, said to his disciple, you have heard it, that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. The Gospel of the Lord. Queen Jezebel said to Ahab, a fine ruler you are indeed. She was referring in a very sarcastic manner to the way the king behaved. He wanted something, he did not get it. He began to sulk and pout like a little child, he went to bed and turned his face against the wall. We've seen children do that. You don't expect the leader of a country to do that. During the coronavirus, we have seen the whole quality and timber of rulers and kings and queens. When we look at all of them before the virus started, we had a lot to criticize among them. We thought they were bloated bureaucrats in more senses than one. And then the virus came and we were all pleasantly surprised here in Canada. Premiers and prime ministers suddenly showed their true mettle. Some of them did it in a bombastic, flamboyant way. They bullied, they coaxed, but they managed to get things done. They managed to flatten the curve. The other premiers were not as charismatic, but in a quiet and subtle way, they too managed to show. Show what? They showed they were compassionate. They showed that they cared for the people. They showed that they could listen to the experts. They took advice. They made mistakes and they were not sorry. They were not, how would they say, they were not shy to say, look, this is a new pandemic. We've never had this before. We are finding our way through. They didn't show themselves as know-alls. And I felt very proud to be a Canadian and I felt very blessed. We had people who could really help us along. Now, we don't have to go to prime ministers and presidents and kings and queens. We find that in our everyday life, in our parishes, in our parish councils, in the CWL, the Catholic Women's League, in the Knights of Columbus, in the St. Vincent de Paul. Not only that, but even civic authorities and civic clubs. There are people who will get things done, and there are people who will talk and talk and talk and nothing happens at all. And that is the perfect example of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. Now, I'm not suggesting for one moment to use her methods, but I'm praising her for two things. One, she saw what had to be done, and second, she did it. And that's what you and I have to do. We have to discern what is good and not just sit back and hope it's going to be done. We have to do it. 
And Jesus shows us the way in the gospel today. He says, if somebody asks for your tunic, give him your cloak as well. Jesus says, what is most important in your life? Your tunic, your cloak? And there are people in our society, we realize, who are precisely that type of character. They're not attached to their cars, to their house, to their electronic devices. They like them, they take good care of them, but their first priority are people, their families, their children. They're willing to give up tunic and cloak as well. They're willing to give up material things because they have their investment in people. And then there's a second example that Jesus gives. If somebody forces you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. Now, there was a tradition among the Roman soldiers as they moved from one place to another. They could force anybody who was not a Roman to carry their armor, their equipment, but only for one mile. After that, it was illegal because you could harm the person. He might collapse under it. He could, it could also be fatal. But Jesus says, if they force you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. Show your generosity. Show that you're capable of doing things. And we have seen that during the pandemic, how people have reached out. People with little things have reached out. Like Jezebel, not in her bad motives, but they have seen what has to be done, and they got about doing it. When the virus and pandemic hit us, we really suffered indeed. There were so many of us, our families, our relatives, our friends who died. And we could not even mourn for them. We couldn't give them a proper burial. And then there was the economic problems, and so many of my friends who had small businesses went under. But they are going to come back again. But the pandemic also had so many blessings, blessings in things, and blessings in persons. Let me explain. There were so many things during the pandemic we felt we just had to do, or rather, before the pandemic, we did. We had to go to the gym and work out. Every weekend, we had to go to the movies and there was popcorn. We couldn't do without that. We had to go to the club and have some drinks, with our, share some beers with our friends. But as one mother said to me, during this pandemic, there was one blessing. I did not have to take my children to any more birthday parties. We've gotten to that vicious cycle. My daughter is eight years old or six years old, and she's been invited to half the number of children in a class for birthday parties. We have to attend every one of them, take presents. Every week, we seem to be going to that. And then another thing also, there was karate classes and music classes. Our whole world revolved all these things, and then suddenly there was a lockdown, and we had a sense of freedom. These things did not make us slaves anymore. What a wonderful thing indeed, wasn't it? And then there was people. We were forced to talk to our sons and daughters, our parents, our grandparents, and suddenly we realized there was so much talent in them we suddenly realize so much good in them. There were so many beautiful things to say. But let me end with a prayer of beatitude that was written by a Jamaican Jesuit, Rohan Tulak. 
and it speaks precisely of the blessings that came as a result of the coronavirus. Blessed are those who stayed indoors, for they protected others. Blessed are the unemployed, for they recognized their dependence on God. Blessed are the postal workers and delivery persons who brought us our essential needs. Blessed are the frontline workers who stood between us and the grave. May they see the face of God. Blessed are the garbage collectors who, when faced with mountains of garbage, still could discern the handiwork of God. Blessed are the single parents who kept on being responsible 24-7. God does not forget them. Blessed are those who are alone. May they never forget they are God's children. God bless you all. Let us now pray together. Let us pray for all those who have died during the coronavirus and for the family and friends who did not get an opportunity to mourn for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord Let us pray for all the members of the West End Seniors Club from Mississauga. May the Lord bless them in all their work and bless the relatives who have gone before us marked with the sign of peace. We pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of years granted in our time to so many men and women in the second half of life. We thank you for their presence in our community, for their life experience, their courage, their wisdom, their witness of faith. We ask your blessings upon them as they live through the many transitions that are a part of our maturing years. Be with them, keep them in your care, grant them peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, but through your goodness, we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and good for all the of the church. O God, who in the offerings presented here provide for the twofold needs of human nature, nourishing us with food and renewing us with your sacrament, Grant that the sustenance they provide may not fail us in body and spirit. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, the Word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, Jesus stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and saints, we proclaim your glory as with one voice we acclaim. the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks. He gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. 
have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. <clears throat> Amen. 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 At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant a peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us exchange a sign of peace wherever we are. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us all to everlasting life. Let us pray. As this reception of your holy communion, O Lord, foreshadows the union of the faithful in you, so may it bring about unity in your church through Christ our Lord. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. If you'd like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at one 383-6277 for details.